Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring Kirk McElhern, proprietor of Kirkville, outspoken podcaster and columnist. A little bit later, we'll be hearing from Adam Inkst of Tidbits. A lot of action-packed adventure and conversation this week on the Tech Night Out Live. Adventure? I don't know. Speaking of adventure, so Apple releases a brand new version of iTunes coinciding with their media event. It's 12.7. I've lost track of the version numbers because they don't signify anything. So we'd think then that 12.7 is kind of a minor update. And over the years, people have criticized, especially in recent years, iTunes for being bloated. So Apple eliminates something. But the question is, did they eliminate something that we really should have kept there? I think what Apple did with this latest iTunes update is probably most the most surprising thing that they've done to iTunes in a long time. You know, we used to them constantly adding features. And this is generally what you do with an app. There's new things you want to show your users that are available. And and there are some new features in this. Um, One in particular is when iOS 11 and macOS High Sierra come out, you'll be able to follow your friends on Apple Music and see what they're listening to. And you'll be able to share playlists and, and all that. So that's a real new feature. But they ripped out the iOS App Store from iTunes. And not only can you no longer buy apps through iTunes, you can no longer download apps to iTunes, to your Mac or to your PC, and you can no longer sync apps from your computer. Now, I don't want to get into the discussion about is iTunes bloated because it's not. And the people who say that um, are just reacting because there's features they don't like. If there are features in iTunes you don't like, you can hide most of them. And, And most people don't know that or don't care about it. But what they did is they pulled out something that a lot of people depend on. Now, Look at looking at this in an aggregate. Uh, Apple has lots of metrics of how people use things, and I'm going to guess that 75% of people download their apps on their iOS devices. In fact, I'm going to guess that 75% of people never download anything other than, say, Facebook or WhatsApp or Instagram or you know the really popular apps. But there are a lot of people. You know, they've got what a billion iOS devices in use. So if you take one percent of those people, that's still ten million people. There are a lot of people who need to download apps because well, let's say you've got a family and and a husband and wife each have an iPhone. Maybe there's an iPad, and your kids have iPads, or maybe if they're older, they have iPhones as well. You've got two, three, four, six iOS devices in your household, and your internet may not be very fast, or you may have a metered. Um, Or you may have a bandwidth cap on your internet. So downloading an app to each device means that if you have four devices and you're downloading an app that's, um, I don't know, 200 megabytes, I think Facebook's about 100 or 200, well, that's 200 times four. And if your bandwidth is low or if your your data cap is limited, um, this is really problematic. And not to mention the fact that you know, downloading all these apps is going to kill you, is going to block your bandwidth. Um, It's going to be onerous in terms of time. It it just doesn't make sense. And and if you look a step further, um, I'm sure a lot of people listening have had to restore their iOS device to factory settings. What that means is you erase the device and you reload the software. Well, when you reload the software, it has to reinstall all the apps. And if the apps aren't in iTunes on a computer, well, they all have to be downloaded from 
the App Store. And I looked at my iPhone this morning. I think I have four gigabytes of apps, and that's not a lot. Um, there are people who play a lot of games, which often uh, are larger apps, who may have 10 or 15 or 20 gigabytes of apps. So imagine a slow internet connection or a metered in internet connection where you have to do that, and, and perhaps multiple times when you're troubleshooting. Yeah, it's something that I don't use very often, but I do see the occasional need to use it. Do you download all your apps and updates to your iOS devices? Well, here's the thing. I don't really run a lot of apps on my wife's iPhone or her iPad because her iPad is used for purposes that really don't necessarily relate to any of that. So it's not an issue with her iPad, not at all. Right. She runs a handful of apps. I run some apps on my main iPhone, and that you know, could entail an issue, but I never got into this running a gazillion apps. If I don't use the app, I get rid of it. I do appreciate the ability to manage apps on iTunes that Apple has taken away. And I think that's a foolish decision. It's not going to make iTunes work any faster. No. Because it's like a browser. And having that library, one less library on a modern Mac, it's going to make an insignificant difference. So I understand what Apple's doing. I kind of wish they would have said something about it. But of course, Apple yeah, there, there is was Apple. no warning about this. There's another thing that they removed, or actually that they shifted around. Um, iTunes U, which is um, the part of iTunes that has course material. They can be audios, videos, and there can be attached PDFs and eBooks and all that. That's been shifted into the podcast section of the iTunes Store, and as such, there's no more iTunes U library in iTunes. Now, what this does is it means you have fewer libraries in iTunes, um, and, and I think that's what they were trying to cut down. Um, but it's not like having an extra selection of a library is a problem, especially because if people don't use it, you just edit the, the, the media picker menu to not show it anymore. Um, I, I'm a little bit confused why they think that removing things like that is an improvement. At the same time, they've added two new entries to the, the, the top of the iTunes sidebar, um, which you can remove, which you can hide. One is TV and films, and this is for video content, Apple-produced video content that you get from um, Apple Music. So this is that Planet of the App show, and, and there's actually quite a number of um, long-form videos, in other words, not music videos. And the other one is downloaded, so it's all the music that's local on your in your iTunes library. Now, on the one hand, they're removing some things, and on the other hand, they're adding new organizational entries, and, and some people are going to look at this and think, wow, this is getting more confusing because there are more things here. So Apple, in its infinite wisdom, has made things more complicated for Mac users once again. Well, for not for all users, but for some, and not only just Mac users, Windows users. This isn't just this change isn't just on the Mac. We understand um, that probably there are more iTunes users on the Windows platform. Yes, certainly, uh, because there are more um, Windows users of iOS devices. Uh, now, many of these people may not use iTunes for their music libraries. Do you remember the days when you actually needed to connect your iPhone to a computer and activate it through iTunes? And that's you know, that's gone um, years ago. You don't have to do that anymore. So there are a lot of people who may never use iTunes. Um, but the problem is that for the ones who do, this is just 
it's a hostile action. Um, th there's something else that comes out of this too. Developers are no longer going to be able to sell their iOS apps on the Mac or on Windows PCs. You'll only be able to visit the App Store on an iOS device. Now, on the one hand, you may say, well, this is logical because, you know, um, it's an iOS app. But on the other hand, think of a developer who has a Mac app and an iOS app. I'm just going to pick one at random, a calendar app called Fantastical. There's a Mac version, there's an iOS version. You're on your Mac, you go to the website, say, hey, this is an interesting calendar app. I'm going to buy the Mac version. And I'm going to click this download on the App Store button to go download it from the App Store. Um, as it stands today, when you click that button, your web browser is going to go through a number of redirects to come back to a page, giving information about the app with absolutely no way to buy it. And, and no button that says, help me find this on the App Store on my iOS device. You see, they leave you in the dark. And developers weren't forewarned about this. Um, well, I'll give you something else we really didn't know until just very recently with the release of the Golden Master Seed of Mac OS High Sierra. We'll get into that. I'm Gene Steinberg. He's Kirk McElhern. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live. <laughs> Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-774-3149 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-774-3149. Again, that's 800-774-3149. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. 
Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So, as the Tech Night Owl gets older and older and older. What's the best way to support the show? Well, for you to subscribe to Tech Night Owl Plus. You get a version of the show free of network ads, and you also get higher quality audio. All this for a low subscription rate starting at $1.49 a week, which is cheaper than a cup of coffee from the local convenience store and a lot cheaper than Starbucks. Go to plus.technightowl.com. That's plus.technightowl.com. Com. We're talking about the App Store conundrum where the iOS App Store was removed from iTunes 12.7. We have Kirk McLehern. We can't figure out why they do this. There's no announcement. It's causing confusion. And you think here, if this continues, you think Apple will just restore it or let us suffer? Well, you're going to have Adam on later. By the way, we should just call ourselves by our first name, just the way everyone at Apple does now during these keynotes. So Gene and Kirk are on the show, and Adam's coming on later. We were discussing earlier, what are the options? Apple could restore it to iTunes, doubtful. They have gone back and, and restored changes um, in the past, but I don't see them doing that. Another option is that they incorporate the iOS App Store in the Mac App Store. And that actually makes a lot of sense because, first of all, you need to understand that the App Store itself is nothing more than a web browser. 
when you go to the store in the iTunes store in iTunes, all you're viewing is web pages. And, and you can view these same web pages on the web. It's not a store any more than your browser is a store. So they could make those web pages available in the Mac App Store app. If you were allowed to purchase apps and download apps from the Mac App Store, maybe they would go to the same place in the iTunes folder that they go now, you'd still have the problem of syncing. I'm not entirely against Apple moving syncing out of iTunes, but the problem is that when you consider that iTunes is essentially syncing content that's in the iTunes library, it doesn't make that much sense to have a separate app. Now, you, you were saying earlier uh, the, the question about being bloated, and people are going to say, oh, yeah, it's bloated because you can sync, and it's, it's, it's called iTunes. It's a music player, so it shouldn't do anything else. The thing is, if you're not syncing, it doesn't take up any more resources. It doesn't take up that much more space. It doesn't change anything if you don't use the syncing feature. So the options are return all this to iTunes, move syncing out of iTunes entirely, create a new iSync app. You can't really put syncing into the Mac App Store because why would you be syncing from the Mac App Store app uh, music in your iTunes library? That doesn't make sense. Uh, so it, it's a little bit confusing. I mean, to me, the solution of a single app instead of seven apps, a separate app for music, a separate app for videos, et cetera, et cetera, is a more compelling um, solution for users. It's that's complicated. If they really had to split off sync, there's no real problem with that. Again, because it doesn't make a difference. It's the same code in a different window. It doesn't change anything for iTunes or for syncing. There are a couple of ways they can do this. There are a few things that I've noticed in this update to iTunes that surprised me when it was released. And I almost wonder if it wasn't accidentally released too early. If you go to the iTunes download page today, four days after it was released, you'll see that the latest version available is iTunes 12.6.2. You can't download the 12.7 from Apple's website. You can only download it from the Mac App Store app, where you get your updates to Mac software. And on the Windows side, I'm not even sure how that works. There's a feature in there I mentioned earlier about following your friends on Apple Music and sharing, and but that... It only goes live next Tuesday when iOS 11 comes out. It is live for people who are running the betas, but it's not publicly accessible. So there are a couple of things in this update to iTunes that are not sort of ready for public consumption that made me think that they might have made a mistake and, and dropped it too early. Well, maybe they will restore it. Maybe there'll be a new 12.7. No, what I'm thinking more is that maybe they had planned to move the iOS app store into the Mac app store. I don't know. It's just confusing. And, and the fact that developers weren't warned, and, and I had a contact from a reader who works at a web development agency who was saying he's trying to figure out what to tell all his clients who are companies that sell apps. And, you know, they develop apps for individual companies. And all these companies need to update their websites in part because that download on the App Store button um, leads to a bunch of redirects. And you could change it slightly to directly open the, the web page in the browser instead of sending it through iTunes. But also, they need to figure out a way to get people to know how to download their app on their iOS device. My thought is, send yourself a link to this app and open that link in mail on your iPhone. But really, this is getting awfully complicated if developers have to go through hoops like this to sell their apps. Now, the other thing we hear now, Apple released a golden master seed for iOS 11 and also for High Sierra, which came out on Thursday for developers and public beta testers. Now, you and I and some other guests have been talking about the new Apple file system, APFS. Yes. Now, one limitation we observed during the public beta after, I guess, some initial efforts 
to make it work and then they pulled it, is that regular hard drives will not be supported. Fusion drives will not be supported either. In fact, there's a note. If you're a member of Apple's public beta, they tell you that the initial release of macOS High Sierra will provide support for the new Apple file system as the default boot file system on Mac systems with all Flash built-in storage. And the reason I mention that is they're going to be supposedly not supporting Fusion drives on the initial release, which implies... That it will be added later, but there's a problem supporting Fusion drives because of the way the drives work. Fusion drives work by copying the most commonly used files from the hard drive part of the Fusion drive to the flash part. So you've actually got files that are in two locations. The ones that are on the flash part are also on the hard drive, but the file system knows to prioritize those that are on the flash part. So maybe this complicates a bit the way Apple file system works. I'm not really up on the the technical details there. If you installed the early betas, public beta, and probably developer version of High Sierra, and we're talking to a lot of people here, hundreds of thousands of people, you may have run into a problem with the Fusion Drive and the Apple file system. So it does have instructions in the public beta area how to revert your system, which is mostly, you know, wiping out everything and starting over from your backup. That's why you make a backup. But the implication here is that a later release of High Sierra will support APFS. They're working out the kinks for fusion drives. Regular hard drives, I don't know if it'll ever happen. Might not. And, And they're still selling some Macs with regular hard drives, I believe. I was, however, able to format an external drive, regular hard drive, I use for backup as APFS, it works fine. What are the advantages to doing that? I mean, I've got a number of external drives. I I have a media drive and I have two time machine backups and then backups for my computers and media. Are there any advantages to putting the external drives in that format? So yeah, you get a more robust file system. So it is possible to do it. I tried also to convert my time machine drive and it wouldn't take it. So I think Apple also has problems with time machine drives externally or maybe it's just that drive i need to just erase it and start over it's not a big deal yeah it's possible too yeah so this is a work in progress obviously with the statement from apple initial release there'll be a point where they'll say okay we now have it working but it also shows the risks of using a beta we got more to come with gene and kirk on the tech night out live for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Actual testimonials from real Numana customers. I've tried all kinds of food storage, and Numana is by far the best. I'm a single mom with two teenage boys and a full-time job. I don't always have time to cook a four-course meal. That's where Numana has been such a blessing. I can spend less time in the kitchen and more time on what matters most, like helping with homework. Find out for yourself. Order online at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Numana is. Food storage, I love to eat. Yum. 
ThePowerMall.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. Kiyosaki Rogers and Schiff all concur there's an economic calamity that will be facing this country. My question to you is do you know when and are you prepared? Most people don't, but my friends over at Republic Monetary Exchange have been leading experts in precious metals to help you offset the coming economic collapse. Right now for a limited time, they have a free book called The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. You simply need to give them a call at 888-772-2929 to get that in your hands. Do not allow the insight to do what they did to you in 2008, putting your IRAs, 401ks, and savings in jeopardy. You need this book, and you need it now. The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. Call 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. There's a reason that the largest investment banking company in the world, J.P. Morgan, just purchased another 50 million ounces of silver. This free book will explain it. 888-772-2929. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. As I was saying, it also shows the risks of public beta. Here, Apple made a change on your Mac to the file system. If you have a Fusion drive, and a lot of people do, you probably ran into troubles and had to wipe things off and restore them. And they go through a whole process here about how to, number one, determine that the drive was changed to APFS. And then, of course, it shows you how to recreate 
you have to recreate the fusion drive. All right? You have to create what they call a core storage fusion group. And they give you all the instructions. It's not hard. It's just a few steps. What's happened here is that it's not just wiping out your drive and starting over. If it was converted to APFS, your fusion drive, which is going to cause problems because the configuration is not supported, it may not boot properly. You may have already seen that. You can't just erase it. You have to literally follow a set of instructions from Apple to recreate a fusion group. Yeah, it's it's a com. As I said earlier, the the same. It's not files. complex. It's just running like four terminal commands, but you have to do it. Yeah, the the same files that are on the flash are also on the hard drive part of the fusion drive, and they're constantly moving back and forth. So the file system, it's a logical method of the file system understanding how to make double copies of files. And it, as you say, it's not complicated to do, but you have to do it. It's not automatic. As I said, it's they give you the steps in the public beta area, you copy and paste in terminal exactly what they give you, and it'll be fine. And as long as you have a full backup, you're okay. you got to re-prepare that drive, that Fusion drive, to work again under HFS+. I'm also reasonably sure here that when it does return to High Sierra, Apple will have doubly and triply, that's not even a word, have checked it over and over and over again to make sure people don't have problems. But this goes to show you that it's not a cakewalk to run a public beta. It's not fun because a lot of people may have to sit there and go through a process to restore their fusion drives if they have iMacs because, you know, most iMacs have fusion drives these days. And and it's quite risky. And that's why all all of us in, in our Mac journalism business um, we recommend to people don't mess around with these betas unless you can really install them on devices that you don't need to use. I, I don't install iOS betas on my iPhones or iPads until the Golden Master. I have an iPod Touch that I use for that, so I can be up on what the beta is doing. Um, for for Mac OS, I first install on an external drive that's connected to my MacBook. So I can boot off the external. Then when the Golden Master comes out, I put that on the MacBook, um, which I did yesterday. But I'm not going to install it on my iMac, which is my main Mac, until I'm sure that everything is fine. If you remember last year, we used to have two or maybe even three Golden Masters of Sierra. You know, this is a risk. You, you don't do this. I mean, I, I know people who've been putting um, these public betas on their iPhone, their only iOS device. And then they complain because they have problems and because it's, you know, it doesn't work. It's a beta. You're forewarned. You really shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't take this risk if you don't have spare devices. Now I have a spare device, an older MacBook pro with this SSD. So it was converted to APFS and it works fine. I haven't installed the golden master seat on it just because I haven't had a time to go back to it. And I will. But you understand here that you have to be careful what device you use. Now, with an iPhone, it is possible to restore. It is. It is possible to restore. It's not a humongous process. It used to be very difficult back in the years, back in the days. Um, there, There was, you couldn't just restore from the disk image. You had to go through a process. And now it's very simple. Well, anyway, that's the story about APFS. You have a Mac with a solid state drive. It'll go on there, shouldn't be a problem. You have a Mac with a Fusion drive and you haven't used the public beta. And if you have, you're not 
having to reconvert it back to HFS Plus, the installation should be pretty good. I've already installed it on my work iMac. There are no problems except for one strange problem. I don't know about this. I use iMovie to upload content to the Powercast YouTube channel. All right? And normally when I upload the content, and I'm what I'm doing is taking a picture and stretching it so you see the picture through the entire audio file. I no longer see a preview in the large iMovie preview screen. Isn't that weird? No longer see it. And this didn't happen during the earlier public betas. It's just with the final release. I assume if this is a problem, Apple will release an update. I'm not going to worry about it right now because it doesn't change the content. The only thing I'm yeah. using iMovie for is to upload those files to YouTube. And right now we have about 80% of the contents of the PowerCast going back to the early part of 2010 on there. Isn't that okay, I mean? but that, that sounds like a small bug that's going to be fixed. I mean, there, there are, I've found a number of bugs in um, just in using um, High Sierra on my laptop for a couple hours. There's plenty of things that stand out. And it's the same in the iOS 11 beta. There's a lot of display bugs. Um, some of them could be because I increased the font size above the normal and, you know, the kind of things where two lines of fonts overlap or a button overlaps a font, that sort of thing, which really shouldn't happen in a golden master. Um, but that's the kind of, um, bug that seems to me to be pretty easy to fix in general. I'm assuming there'll be a slew of updates in the next week or so. Also remember, this is a golden master seed. And what that means is there may be another release or two, before these things are sent out to the public. Remember that High Sierra comes out the 25th of September. So the Golden Masters seed came out the 14th. So in 11 days, there may be one or two more releases to fix a few last-minute things. Maybe they'll even fix the bug with APFS and Fusion drives. We don't know. In terms of iOS 11, probably the same thing Except there, there's more of a rush because they have to get it out by the 19th first. And second, they had to submit this to the carriers for testing. So probably what you see is what you get with iOS if you did download and install the Golden Master. Why do carriers have to test it? I, carriers don't have any input into iOS. No, but they do send it to them to test it anyway to make sure there are no last-minute bugs with interfacing with the carriers and things like that. So they've done the that. Only, I've read about the it only interfacing with the carrier has to do with the what's the word for that little file that's downloaded the carrier settings file or something right. like that. But there's absolutely no other interfacing with the carrier. Right. It's just so, basically a set of of um, you know on and off settings and numbers and and configuration. It's like a, a, a preference file. It's nothing more than that. But they have done it, and maybe maybe that's the reason. Just a simple last minute test to make sure there's no glitch and okay. it's properly integrated. But yes, they do that. And that's not okay. a big deal. No, I also suspect that may be a source where the alleged Golden Master leak came out from the carrier, not from Apple or a disgruntled employee. Or Apple deliberately fed those things. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. that very briefly. Let's here. talk about that. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay, so um, HomePod firmware, which has to be very preliminary because the product doesn't come out till later in the year. That is discovered. And they look into that and they see hints and tips about future Apple products. 
Then the iOS 11 Golden Master Seed is made available online. And this is only days before it's available to everybody else. But again, people suddenly hear about... It was Friday before the Tuesday when it was released. What would you say? Go ahead. It was the Friday before the Tuesday when it was released. So we're talking here about a weekend, a long weekend. Okay, but that was enough to give us hints about what was going to come. We now know, and we knew then, because of that, that the iPhone 8 would be the iPhone 10 and the iPhone 7S would be the iPhone 8. We knew this on the basis of the leak of the Golden Master of iOS 11, which had all the final configuration information in it. More to come with Gene and Kirk on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Did you know children are 52 times more likely to suffer from identity theft than adults? Credit alerts will not fix the fallout. Liberty ID does. And here's an exciting offer just for you. Go to LibertyID.com and cover your entire family, your spouse, your children, and your parents for only $129 a year. Use promo code free trial and we'll give you the first 60 days free. That's LibertyID.com, promo code free trial. LibertyID.com. LibertyID.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off the grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So with Gene and Kirk on the Tech Night Owl Live, we're using first names. So there. How about that? But I will not omit the word the from Apple products. The iPhone 10, the yes. Apple Watch. Yeah, I agree. A- Apple wants to enforce a certain type of lingo. I don't care. Okay. Three, four days before the release of the Golden Master C to everybody. I mean, if you're a public beta tester, you know, anybody can become one. Everybody gets it, except for, you know, the person who really doesn't follow the beta stuff and they download it on the 19th when it comes out officially. Was that a disgruntled employee, a carrier, representative, somebody there? Or did Apple deliberately allow for the HomePod firmware release and the iOS 11 Golden Master to increase the chatter about the public event? I think there are two possibilities. One is what you just said, that um, Apple leaked it. The iOS 11 Golden Master was leaked to a certain website who got an email, and they followed up on it, and then another website got it, and they dug into it. Apple has been known to leak things like this in the past. They just never, obviously never admitted. That's why it's a leak. I think the other possibility is something entirely different. Now, I've spent a few days watching on Twitter, as many of my Mac journalist friends have been discussing this, and some of the people are really angry about it, um, as if it's an insult to have released this and all that. Some of them are saying it's a disgruntled employee, and they don't understand the person could lose their job. But without knowing any more than the barest details, what I see is a golden master of an operating system on a publicly accessible server to which you did not need to log in with a username and a password. Now, the the URL was obfuscated. It wasn't like apple.com slash GM or something like that. It was some sort of random string of characters. But anyone who had that link 
could have shared that link with anyone else who could have downloaded the software. Now, think of how many people do have the link for that. We have developer accounts, so we get access at a certain time, but there are people who get access ahead of us. I'm thinking of the companies, the big software companies, I'm sure Microsoft, Adobe, and other companies, they get access before we do. Um, you mentioned the carriers. I hadn't thought of that, and it's very possible that they have access as well. Also think about the companies that are doing demos during the keynote. They have to have access to this. Now, if Apple is putting this on a server, an, an Apple server, this isn't someone who stuck it on their own server. If they're putting it on a server that is publicly accessible without any sort of login required, it's obviously so people in various companies can get access to this easily without having to register. As such, it just seems to me that someone in one of those companies shared it with someone or someone in one of those companies shared the link with a friend who passed it on. You know, when you download something in Safari, if you select the item and press uh, Command-I, you get the info window, and it shows the exact URL from which you downloaded something. So even if someone didn't have the URL but got sent that file, the gold master, they would have the URL to be able to download it and pass that URL on to other people. I think the disgruntled employee thing would only be the case if this was not available on a publicly accessible server. Uh, I think the fact that there's no registration login password required to access it just seems to me like there has to be a way that they're providing this to a number of partners and someone who got it leaked it. Probably not someone at Apple. Either way, I don't think Apple minds because all the publicity, all I the I don't attention. think they care. Yeah, people talked about it. And then they probably tuned in on Tuesday to watch the presentation to say, oh, is Apple going to mention something about this? You know, I remember other keynotes where either Steve Jobs or Tim Cook has joked about a new product and, um, well, it's called this. And I guess you already knew that because a name had leaked the week before. And they didn't say anything about it. I, I think it's just to drum up publicity. I know Apple's a great company. They're doing well. They're selling gazillions of iPhones. But they're losing market share in one of the biggest markets um, in the world, which is China. They had a big early bump when the iPhone got sold widely across China. And if you look at the curves in China, it's just sliding down and down and down. People aren't renewing iPhones. And they need to keep that market. It's it's the growth market. I mean, I'm pretty sure the market for iPhones is almost saturated in the US and in Europe, you know, in the first world countries. So they need growth in countries like China. They need people to pay attention to them outside. You know, we're looking at it from our cultural um, blinders here, thinking, well, everyone knows Apple in the US, and we all know people who have iPhones and all that. But they're targeting markets where Apple may not be as prominent as they are in other countries. I think the biggest smartphone company in China is Xiaomi, which makes good smartphones at much lower prices than iPhones. Um, and there could also be a patriotic aspect to people buying Chinese phones instead of, um, uh, you know, from an American company. But while Apple looks like they're on the rise, and technically they are, they are worried about that big market where they're not on the rise. So they could do anything to try and get more attention. I think the big argument people are going to make is, okay, how well is this iPhone 10 going to do? Remember, it's not going to be out till early November. Very likely the first few months it's going to be in short supply. Is there going to be a mass of people wanting to order this thing? I mean, we look at the premium in price, but the real key to this is, the monthly payment's not going to be more than a few dollars higher than, say, an iPhone A+. Plus. So people may look at the monthly rate, you know, $5, $10 more, I'll do it. What do you think? 
Well, I don't have an option to buy an iPhone at a monthly rate without paying, you know, 20% interest. The, the carriers don't do that here. So you're looking at it again from the, the, the eyes of someone in one country and not the rest of the market. Um, I don't know how it is in China. I don't know how it is in other European countries, but there is no 0% interest monthly payment um, here. Now, you can get on the upgrade program here, which is a 0% interest, but that's a bit of a headache. You know, the fact that they're releasing the phones at different times. And so if this one comes out in November, that means if there's an update to it next September, you might not be eligible to upgrade, but you want to. And uh, I'm not sure that the upgrade program is is ideal for everyone. And in my case, I'm an hour away from an Apple store. I'm not going to hassle you know, going to the Apple store on the day of the launch to try and get myself onto the upgrade program. Because you, you have to do this in person. They have to see you with photo ID. You can't do this over the phone or online. Okay, here I just log on to AT&T. Right, but that's – so you're buying it through a carrier. AT&T has their own upgrade program. I'm just talking about Apple. Carriers don't do that over here. They don't sell on over 24 months. They only sell it with a contract the old way, um, and they don't sell – you know, they don't give you an upgrade program at all. You'd have to pay – whatever the exorbitant price is per month um, for the phone plus the contract. And then, you know, after 12 months, you can upgrade, but you're still paying an exorbitant price. It's not like in the U.S. In fact, I, I called my phone company um, last week saying, okay, well, when this new phone comes out, you know, here's the plan I have, and it costs this much. I, I know you don't have an idea of how much it's going to be over the exact price, but can you give me an idea based on the current phone? And, and the guy said to me, quite honestly, buy it unlocked. I mean, I'm paying 15 pounds a month for my phone plan, which is what, $20, $18, something like that. I'd end up paying 50 or 60 pounds a month if I got the phone with it. And he said, you know, this is including the interest. This is the, this is a loan. This isn't a, a subsidized interest-free 24-month um, payment. This is the phone company making a lot of money. Okay. Just looking at the current conversion rate, as you say, $20.36 for 15 pounds. Yeah. Now, understand the exchange rate was quite different just a couple of years ago, where it was as high as like a dollar seventy per pound. No, I think it was like a dollar fifty or something. Well, I'm like looking that. right here in 2000, middle of 2014, it got to like a dollar sixty, dollar seventy. Yeah, there was a brief period when it, it jumped up a lot. But in any case, um, the, the pound is worth a lot less. But even if the pound was worth more and it was $25 a month, I mean, that's still cheap for, you know, unlimited calls and messages and um, eight gigabytes of data. Long and short, if it is, let me ask you this, long and short, are you going to buy any of the new iPhones or are you happy with the iPhone SE? I'm actually on the fence about getting an iPhone 8 Plus mainly for the camera stuff. Um, I've been writing a lot more about photography, and one of my intentions is to write more about photography. And, and the new cameras are interesting. I mean, I didn't have the 7, which had the dual camera. But I'm thinking about doing that. And of course, this is the big clown shoe size phone, so I'm not 100% sure I want it. Um, my partner's brother has a Plus, and so I've held it and you know messed around with it a lot. And I'm aware of what it means to have a phone that size. There's no way I'm going to buy the X. I think that notch is just horrendous. I think it's hideous. I do not want a phone that looks like a Cyclops. I, I think that this is one of the ugliest things that Apple has ever designed, calling it an edge-to-edge -edge screen. They should have just made a black band up on the top um, instead of sticking, uh, you know, color and light up 
with that notch to come. I just don't understand it. And it's a thousand pounds for the phone. It's two hundred pounds for Apple Care. Okay. More to come with Kirk and Gene on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. You want to save money in a place that gives you growth, control, and certainty without stock market risk or tax risk, and you want guarantees and you want it all tax-free. That's a tall order. But you can get all of that with properly designed participating whole life insurance. Most people think life insurance pays after you're dead. That's true. But you can have tax-free access to use your life insurance while you're alive. Get the free book to find out how. Call 702-660-7000. Hi, I am Kelly Cook, the Chief Marketing Officer here at Kmart. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies in the United States or that survivors can face a lifetime of serious health problems? Guess what? You can help. Join me and Kmart for the March for Babies Walk. We'll work together to raise funds for research and programs that help the March of Dimes fight premature birth and birth defects and improve the health of moms and babies. So start your team today at marchforbabies.org. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So Kirk is explaining the problems he has with pricing of the iPhone 10. Please go through that again. It's $1,000 in the U.S. and it's 1,000 pounds over here. Now, we pay VAT, so we pay 20% VAT, so it looks like more than it is. But even if you take off the VAT, it's more expensive than over there. That's for the 64 gigabyte model. It's 1150 for the 256. Add to that 200 pounds for Apple Care. Um, so that would be 1,350 pounds for a phone. Interestingly, the Apple Care, it's the same in the States. I think it's 149 or 129 for the iPhone 8 and 200 for the X, as if the X is more fragile and is going to require more repairs. And, and it's surprising that they're basically saying that this it's a more fragile device, it's going to need more repairs, and you have to pay more for the um, support and, and the service and all that because we've made a more fragile device. 
don't understand. Yeah, I think the way the corner, that top part with the indentation, everything that looks weird. The notch, yes. The notch, yes. The notch, the notch it, it looks, looks perfectly weird. And I think if they just left well enough alone and had the screen end below the notch, it would be fine. Yeah, like I said, just have a black band up there because, you know, they did explain very well. It's got all these cameras and sensors for Face ID, and, and it's understandable that they need space for this. But picture yourself looking at something in landscape. So instead of the phone being straight up, it's sideways, looking at a web page. Your web page is not going to display over the notch, but the white background of the window of Safari is going to display in those two bits around the notch. And it looks just horrendous. It's like if you're watching a movie, you won't the movie won't be cut off by the notch. But you've still got this thing over there that's displaying, and it's just wrong. I don't understand. What happened to Apple design? You know, people complained about the camera bump. And they're starting to accept it now because the lenses do take space and we can't make the devices thin enough. But this is just a horrendous design. I don't think this is going to survive more than one iteration. Um, interestingly, uh, I was talking to my friend Rob Griffiths the other day. Sorry, I was talking to my friend Rob the other day. And we were discussing about the fact that the iPhone line is now split in two with the iPhone 8 and the iPhone X. What will happen in the future? And we were kind of both agreeing that you're going to have these two lines until the original iPhone line dies off and the X iPhone line is the new one. And, and I'm thinking, you know, next year will be an X2 or maybe a year and a half later, it'll be an X2 and an X3. And maybe we'll actually see an iPhone 9, which is why they kept this numbering like this, um, which will be the last one in the original iPhone line as they move to the iPhone X. The thing is, there's not that much difference in the iPhone X other than the Face ID and the the, the quote-unquote edge-to-edge display. Um, but that is enough of a difference for Apple to call it a different type of device, the same way that, you know, the MacBook Air is different from the MacBook, without a word after it, which is different from the MacBook Pro. Um, so it so this could be the, the, the starting point for the second, for the fork of the iPhone line. Obviously, the iPhone X is the first iteration. And there may be things there they're going to basically change. I suppose with software, they could leave the black border and it's not going to look so bad and get rid of the notch completely in software. And then they a could. future they version could. just reduce the size of the OLED display. I think they fell in love with making that display as big as possible. And they lost sight of practicality. I, I think they fell in love with two things, a large display and small body, so so limited bezels. And it's not technically an edge-to-edge display. The only one that's really the edge-to-edge display is it is it the Samsung Edge, is that what they call it, where there's actually information that displays on the side of the phone. And that's a true edge-to-edge display. And, of course, Apple's playing catch-up because there have been uh, Android phones that have had um, you know display going nearly to the edge for, for a couple of years now. Another thing I don't like about it, though, is the the actual um, aspect ratio of the display. It's taller. Um, the 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 height to width ratio is higher than the current iPhone. Um, the the iPhone eight and eight plus are sixteen nine, and this is like sixteen ten or eleven. I'm not sure exactly what it is, and you don't notice that too much, but it just looks a little bit strange. Uh, one thing to remember, though, is that the screen is roughly, again, it's taller 
than the iPhone 8 screen, but it's roughly the same size as the iPhone 8 Plus screen, and the body is only a bit bigger than the iPhone 8. So it's somewhere in between the two with a larger screen and a body that doesn't get as large as the larger iPhone. Now, what that also suggests is that the dual product line thing I mentioned is that there may not be two sizes in the future. Um, you know, they made the 8 and they made the 8 Plus for the phablet market. And if they've got the larger screen and the body's not that much larger, they won't need to have two different sizes. And, and that simplifies things for consumers, I think. So they're looking at the future. The iPhone 10 is a testbed for the future of what the next iPhone would be. And then they can sell an iPhone 9 or whatever the yeah, that's name what I is, think. and that's going to be a single size with a body not much larger than the standard iPhone 8, etc. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that this is, for them, it, it's a launch um, of a fork of a, of a second product line, and that it kind of makes sense that they take a year or two to establish it. And deal with the kinks, because there are going to be kinks. I think the notch, as you say is something that is totally weird. It's possible we'll get used to it. Maybe we'll no. get used to swiping no. up instead of using a home button. Yeah, but, I, I find I, I find the Face ID very, very, very interesting, but I find that the process is longer because it has to recognize you and then you swipe, whereas I just put my thumb on my Touch ID and it immediately wakes up. I don't have to swipe. Or swipe up as you look at it. Well, I don't have to do anything. I just touch the Touch ID button. No, I'm talking about the iPhone 10. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's I a have more to see the rhythm. Process. I have to look at the rhythm and feel it and see how yeah. it ends up. Yeah. I think right okay. now we're talking through our hats. Yes. Or this whatever is... we're talking through. Yes. Yeah, we haven't a clue. We don't know. We're just guessing because this is a brand new product. And all we see is a demonstration. Apple claims Face ID is very fast. We have to look at the glitches. Now, I don't mean the fear-mongering. I mean, there are countless articles saying, face ID is not going to work. Why doesn't it work? Because you can use a photograph to defeat the facial recognition on Android phones, including the latest Samsung. But Apple points out with its technology, the 3D technology that came from Prime Sense of Israel when they bought that company back four years ago. Yeah, that's where they get a lot of this. You know, the other argument that's being made by some is that Apple threw in Face ID. They couldn't get Touch ID to work, implying this was all done in a few months. You don't yeah, no. buy a company for hundreds of millions of dollars in exactly. 2013 with the expectation of not doing it because Apple buys these companies for technology. So if it took yeah, four years to develop Face ID, property. it's because it took four years, not three months. Um, and I think the Face ID thing is interesting um, in another way. So we've we've probably touched on this in the past, of how great it would be. See, see what I just did there? How great it would be to have Touch ID on a Mac. Um, Touch ID depends on a chip that's called the Secure Enclave that has to be on the device that's being authenticated. Um, since so many people use wireless keyboards, you can't do that. Even with a USB keyboard, you couldn't do that. But Face ID could be integrated into the Mac because you can have that Secure Enclave chip on the Mac. Um, all you need is to add the special cameras um, to newer Macs, and that would allow um, quicker unlocking of Macs, and, and I think that would be very good. Um, I don't mind hitting my password to unlock my Mac, um, but it's true that my laptop is on a stand, and it's not um, the ideal position to type 
um, if it's just sitting, I leave it there when I'm testing and things, and it goes to sleep, and I have it set to ask for a password after it sleeps, and then I have to lean over and turn it on again. It would be great if I could just press the space bar. Um, it looks at my face and then wakes up. So, so I think we're going to see that on the Mac in a couple of years. In fact, perhaps the iMac Pro is going to be the first one that will have that. We'll see. More to come with Kirk and Gene on the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Back pain doesn't take vacations. It never celebrates holidays. It's on the job 24-7 to keep your life exactly where it is, in limbo. But it doesn't have to be that way because Laser Spine Institute can help you take back your life from chronic neck and back pain. With a less than one-inch incision, our minimally invasive procedures have provided relief to over 60,000 patients with a 97% patient satisfaction rate. So get ready to stand tall and live the life you've imagined for yourself without pain. Are you or a loved one suffering from a bulging disc? herniated disc, spinal stenosis, pinched nerve, or degenerative disc disease? Call our spine care consultants now at 855-510-BACK. For a no-cost MRI review and to learn more, it's time to say goodbye to chronic neck and back pain. Call 855-510-BACK to see if laser spine surgery is right for you. That's 855-510-BACK. What have you got to lose? Laser Spine Institute, the leader in minimally invasive spine surgery. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at bugassault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your bug assault today. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. 
Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. A little bit later, Adam Inks. The Tidbits will join us. With more commentary, we're looking over Apple's announcements, a lot of focus on the iPhone 10, And I think we'll know more how things are in the real world when reviewers actually have something they could sit with with a couple of weeks, not just sending people to a press event and you get a few minutes with something. I mean, they get a shipping product, they write the reviews, which will appear probably around the time the thing is available for ordering. So we'll have to see what happens about the iPhone 10. A number of people who were at the event pointed out that it was extremely crowded and they really had very, very little time to to examine the devices, less than in other um, venues. All right, let's look quickly at some other issues here. So, for example, we have a new Apple TV with HDR and 4K. The basic version is $30 more, $179,749. The 64 gigabyte version is still 199. Now, I have made the argument, and a lot of us have, in talking about this, that's too expensive compared to a Roku, which is like $109 for the Ultra, I think. The other thing Apple's doing, however, is they are going to be offering 4K videos, movies for the same price as HD, except for yep. Disney, which hasn't been signed up yet, evidently. Yeah, that, now, that's the big deal. That's the big deal. The second thing is they will upgrade your existing content free as long as the new version is available. And that's the bigger deal. What this means is that a lot of the other places are charging you like a $5 premium or $10 premium for 4K. If you can get your 4K videos updated, if you can buy them for the same price, even if it's not Disney, you will pay for the difference in the cost of the Apple TV. Exactly. In not um, long a time. If- if you've got a big movie collection, if you've been buying movies from Apple for a long time, um, you're going to make back the the cost of the Apple TV just with your um, collection being upgraded. Now, we don't know how many 4K movies there are going to be. Uh, it's not like everything is suddenly going to be available in 4K. If you remember when HD came out, um, it took a while for new movies to start coming out in HD and then for old movies to be remastered and all that. But I think in, in recent years, most movies have been shot in either 4 or 8K. So they do have the masters available. And I don't think it'll be long. Now, if you think, you know, with the amount of 
money that companies are charging for 4K or UHD movies is what, about $10 more per movie. Imagine that Apple did an upgrade that was, say, $5 per movie, like when they did the iTunes Plus music format back in 2005, 2006. Um, they did that at 30 cents a song. Imagine if they did that for movies. I'm sure that millions of people would pay 5 bucks for a lot of their movies to upgrade them. Apple giving this gift does two things. First, it says, buy this Apple TV. You get all this stuff in 4K. We're going to give you an upgrade. It's going to pay for itself. But second, they're developing the biggest market for 4K video in the world because they're treating the customer right as far as existing content and new content. It makes a lot more sense to get the Apple TV if you want 4K movies than to buy the 4K movies or, or rent them from Amazon or wherever um, where you're going to pay a premium. I'm looking here at Amazon. Wonder Woman is about $25 for Blu-ray, $30 for 4K, that $5 differential. About a week or two ago, I looked back and forth at 4K pricing. And remember, you need an Ultra HD Blu-ray player, of which there are very few. Right, which is pretty expensive. Sure. Now. It's like three, four times what a regular is. And they've got these fake or faux 4K players that upscale. They don't have 4K yeah. native content. They'll upscale your existing content to 4K. That's fake. You want the real thing. Kirk, I yep. looked at other movies at Amazon, and I found some, the price difference didn't exist. It depended on the title. I'm assuming a current movie like Wonder Woman, which is going to be on the 19th, $5 difference is important. But if you've got a lot of movies, Apple has done something there. Number one, it's going to move a lot of 4K content into the channel. Yeah. It's going to make the Apple TV a better value. More to the point, all those people who've bought 4K TVs without actually having 4K content to see, suddenly will get a lot of it if you go to Apple. It's yeah. going to force everybody to start releasing 4K pretty quickly. It's going to be this critical mass. Because right now, what's the value of a 4K TV? The HDR, well, you only see that if you have a 4K movie. Yeah, but the, the value of a 4K TV is to be able to have a larger TV screen, regardless of the actual resolution of what you're playing, the most TVs upscale. Um, but as you say, if you're going to buy this on optical disc, you've got to get a 4K Blu-ray player. And if you use an AV receiver, you may have to upgrade to a 4K compatible AV receiver as well. So, you know, you're talking five, six, eight hundred, maybe a thousand dollars, depending on the type of equipment you have to be able to do this. Um, whereas Apple's saying, you know, boom, $179 and all your movies that you've already bought are 4K. I, I think that's a brilliant decision on Apple's part. I'm guessing they're paying for this out of their pockets. I'm guessing that the movie studios are not subsidizing this. So they're literally paying the movie studios five bucks a movie. It's razors and blades. They're giving you the razor Funny, because usually the razor is free, not the blades. They're giving you the blades for free. You're buying the razor. But they know that that means you're going to buy other blades in the future if you have the razor, if that makes sense. Of course. And also, by making it free, they might actually encourage people to buy more 4K stuff. Hey, it's cheaper. It's the same price. Maybe I should stock up. And they'll sell more movies. The studios will sell more content. Because right yep. now... Sales of Blu-ray, sales of digital movies, they're not that great, Shakes. No. So Apple has a scheme here to help. I just don't understand why Disney is not part of it. But they're launching their own streaming service next year. Because remember, we're talking about 4K purchases. We don't know about the pricing for 4K rentals yet. 
I think far more people rent than buy movies from the iTunes store. I wouldn't be surprised if 4K rentals aren't a buck more than HD rentals. It's not worth getting a movie as long as they've got the situation like you have now, where you have 24 hours to finish watching the movie. Yeah, that is a bit I think that's dumb. I think it's perfectly dumb. And I think when it comes to something like that, the only way it really works is to make, make it 48 hours then. It's only the U.S. that is 24 hours. I think every other country has 48-hour window. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. It must be something to do with the studios in the U.S. not trusting or something. Um, but it's 48 hours here, and I think um, all the companies that rent, like if you rent from Amazon here, it's 48 hours. Yeah, right now, I looked at Wonder Woman here. They mention some titles have 4K listed in Apple, but Wonder Woman is HD or SD. People actually buy SD. Yes, they do. Okay. Apparently today, 4K badges have started showing up on the iOS version of the iTunes store, but not on the Mac version of the iTunes store. Um, And um, I just saw an article earlier, maybe it was on Mac Rumors. Uh, I think we're going to start seeing these. I mean, in particular, the new Apple TV is supposed to be delivered next week. Hey, Kirk, where can we find more of your stuff? You can head over to my website, which is kirkville.com, and you can read everything I write about iTunes and photography and the Mac and iOS and plenty more. Kirk McElhern, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Did you know children are 52 times more likely to suffer from identity theft than adults? Credit alerts will not fix the fallout. Liberty ID does. And here's an exciting offer just for you. Go to LibertyID.com and cover your entire family, your spouse, your children, and your parents for only $129 a year. Use promo code FREETRIAL and we'll give you the first 60 days free. That's LibertyID.com, promo code FREETRIAL. LibertyID.com. LibertyID.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. 
Calvin Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-557-0158. That's 800-557-0158. Again, 800-557-0158. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So, Adam Inks, let me ask you a question here. When you take a shower, do you still wear your Apple Watch? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I have an Apple Watch Series 1 or original Apple Watch, and uh, while nominally it could handle it, um, I, uh, I, I am old enough that I grew up in an era where one took one's watch off when one got in the shower along with the rest of one's clothes, and so I just do that by habit anyway. Right. Series one. Are you going to buy a Series 3? I'm not, but Tanya is, my wife. Um, part of it is so we can, you know, we know how it works and can write about it for tidbits and uh, everything else we do. But she also spends quite a bit more time um, without her iPhone with her. And so having the cellular access will be more helpful to her. Um, one of the things that, she, you know, she, she does a lot of running on trails by herself and things like that. So, you know, having phone access at times could be interesting. Just in general, you know, she's not entirely sure where her phone is a lot of the time. So uh, with her current watch, probably the most, you know, common thing she does with it is uh, to find her phone. So it's constantly pinging as she tries to figure out where the phone has ended up. 
So calling be, Dick Tracy, calling Dick Tracy. It's going to happen for real because you'll be able to use it as a telephone, which I guess was something that was questionable when we had the rumors of LTE support that they wouldn't do that. But I think you're limited to like an hour of talk time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the battery life is, is about an hour. I mean, the big difference, of course, is, you know, from Dick Tracy is uh, I think he didn't he have a video, too, on, on his I think later he did, yeah. Yeah. Still no camera. Um, I mean, actually, a number of people I've said, said, you know, have talked to have said, oh, yeah, I'd actually like a camera because a lot of the time when they're without their phone, they're also, you know, like hiking or swimming or something where they would, you know, kind of like to have a camera to take a picture. But uh, I think fitting a camera, even if you could do it, the, the ergonomics of putting it in a watch are really quite weird. So I think that's a little bit more tricky. So what they want is an iPhone with a small screen. <laughs> that they can wear around their wrist. Pretty much. <laughs> we'll see, you know, in some sense how it works, because, of course, you're still not going to be able to do that much on it in the sense of you don't get that much interface. But you'll be able to use Siri, and the faster processor means that Siri will be able to talk back to you. So that'll be an improvement. Honestly, my big problem, you know, again, being of a, a particular age, is I can barely see the damn screen half the time. So being having voice feedback on certain things that happened would be useful or being able to have it read me messages say i don't know if it'll be able to do that or not but you start to get that kind of capability with the faster processor so therefore you don't have progressive contact lenses i do not i currently wear one of each so i have one eye tweaked for long distance one eye tweaked for basically computer distance and that lets me more or less operate operate well enough but uh, really close for close reading i still need glasses I have astigmatism, and I wear contact lenses. I also have regular eyeglasses that are progressive. There are progressive contact lenses, but they're humongously expensive. Well, not humongously, like twice as much as regular contact lenses for astigmatism. I've heard also that they're not necessarily that comfortable. They sort of have to be weighted, I guess it is, so they, they sit in your eye in the right way. I have no idea. I don't have astigmatism, but uh, you know, I'd, I'd asked about the progressive progressive contacts, and my eye doctor was rather negative about them. He's like, "Yeah, some people have them, some people like them, a lot of people don't." It was not a big win in his in his mind. So, I have not tried them. It's called multifocal contact lenses, all right? Yeah. And they give you seventy five dollar rebate if you buy them. <laughs> it's called Duet multifocal contact lenses has sun protection. They should buy advertising, but first send me a sample and I'll try it. Well, usually the eye doctors will give you a sample. It's still one of those things where I said, you know, I forget what the, there was something else with, because, you know, again, for it to be multifocal, it's got to sit on your eye in a particular way. If I remember correctly, it's not, you know, you can't just pop it in and have it, you know, any which way. It's got to be able to orient itself properly. So, any of that, I could be wrong. I have no personal experience. But, uh, yes, I've gotten to the point where I'm basically sort of almost no matter what I do, I will have the wrong glasses or, you know, the wrong contacts or whatever. And just nothing nothing is uh, is, is ever quite as crisp as it should be. Well, I'm going to look it up and see what it costs me. But I think we're going to have to sell a lot of subscriptions to the Tech Night Owl Plus for me to have these multifocal contact lenses for astigmatism. That's got to be pretty complicated. Now, we can always use Retinox, which is that thing they spray in your eyes in the 23rd century. Is that what they called it? That was from Star Trek to Wrath of Khan. 
I think it was oh, Retinox or something like that. And if I'm wrong, sue me. Seriously, let's get back to the Apple Watch Series 3. Now, obviously, you can buy a version for $70 less without the LTE radio. Now, do you think it's going to be a really big deal for people or what? I do, actually. You know, I think that there are, you know, enough people who are using the Apple Watch independently from their iPhones. I mean, what Apple found, and you saw this with the series switch from the Series 1 to the Series 2, was that the whole idea of an Apple Watch as a fashion accessory or a productivity accessory, not a big deal. You know, that's not what people were really using them for. People were using them for the fitness capabilities. They wanted to be able to have it help them with workouts and track their steps and all that kind of stuff, closing the rings. And so the focus on fitness has really changed a little bit of where Apple's gone with it. I mean, you see in watchOS 4, new workout types, new changes to the workout app so that it's easier to use, and you can string workout types together, and activity will nag you more, or congratulate you more, or whatever you want. And so, I think the cellular model of the watch for 70 bucks more is a relatively easy decision if you're buying a new watch or you, like Tanya, are in a situation where you already know what the watch will do for you and you you can see this use case of being able to use it separate from the phone. Now, you don't have to, I mean, the other side of it is you don't, it's going to cost like 10 bucks a month to have the connected to your, your cell plan. And you don't actually have to do that immediately or necessarily at all. So even if you think you might want to do it, it's just that $70 extra extra fee to say, yeah, this is something that capability that I might want to try. And, and if I don't, you know, no harm, no foul. It's not that much money. I do think that's going to be um, popular and a nice change. Well, we're going to have to see how this works out with the Apple Watch. What is significant is that it actually pretty much owns the market right now. Fitbit sales have gone down. Google Wear has gone nowhere. Samsung Galaxy Gear has gone nowhere. It's kind of like the world of the iPod, but not in the same volumes. Do you see the Apple Watch becoming a real volume product? I mean, you know, selling, what, three, four, five million units a quarter is actually a lot for most companies. For Apple, it's not a lot. Yeah, I will say that my feeling is, is the Apple Watch has significantly um, has been doing better that, you know, initially there was some thought that it wasn't that, you know, like the the one version one wasn't that useful. It was just kind of an accessory and whatnot. But over time, I don't know, I just see a lot of Apple watches in the wild. You know, they seem to be the kind of thing that people have gravitated to. And that's, you know, I think that's telling, you know, it's sort of in the wild that I really, you know, I I mean, you can always, you know, statistics, you never, or the the sales estimates from analysts, you never know. Um, But, you know, as you see something, you know, you, you, you take a flight, for instance, so you're in an airport and you're just wandering through, you're just seeing this incredible cross section of people and how many of them are using a particular device that's, gives you a feel for it. So Apple did say that, you know, as you say, it's the number one selling watch now, or it's the number one number one watch business, I guess is probably a better way of putting it, because it was, you know, above Rolex. Rolex in 2016 had $4.7 billion in sales. So I tried to actually work out how, you know, what that meant for, you know, how many Apple watches were sold. But the problem is we don't really know how much 
you know, what Apple's counting for the numbers. More to come with Adam Inkst. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night How Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. If you're an unincorporated business owner, it's too late for you. That is, if you've already been sued and lost your home, your car, and your personal life savings. But if you haven't been sued yet, there is still time to incorporate and protect your personal assets. And the first step is just a phone call away. Because Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free incorporation toolkit, call now, 1-800-936-9256. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC. LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. If someone sues tomorrow, will you lose everything? Don't wait until it's too late. Call now for your free incorporation toolkit. Hurry, they're still giving them away for free at 1-800-936-9256. Call 1-800-936-9256. That's 1-800-936-9256. 
Imagine what it's like to be active your whole life and then find out you're going blind. I have age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. As a wife, mother, and grandmother, my sight is precious to me, so I was relieved to find that treatments for some forms of AMD are available and research for additional treatments is underway. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD. Or go to the website fightblindness.org where I found so much helpful information. Call 1-800-BLINDNESS today. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Adam Inks, Tidbits, joining us. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. Now, when you look at Apple Watch sales, obviously we're looking at the other products category, right? Yes. Okay, so we're guessing. Everybody's guessing based on total sales, this percentage is this, that percentage is that. But don't you think when you get a range of industry analysts, they're probably close to the mark? Mm, maybe, maybe not. The problem is you just never know what they're basing the information on you know in general yes there's one of those rules like if you have you know you're at the state fair and there's a guess the weight of the prize pig if you have a thousand people guess at the weight of the prize pig the average of those guesses will probably be right so you know you can use that that approach all that said you know i was just i was just trying to recalculate based on the fact that we know that it's bigger than rolex and rolex sold 4.7 billion in revenues in 2016 if you calculate that out for the apple watch at say 300 400 dollars average somehow you know you get somewhere in the like the 10 to 15 million a year sold so it's rough numbers, and you know as that's kind of where analysts have have put things as well. I've seen numbers like twelve million. I've seen numbers like twenty million, but Apple isn't saying for sure. I don't quite know why. I'm not sure why they're being so so coy about it. They usually aren't coy about other things. So unknown. Just a question here, though, and that is with regard to the Apple Watch. Does Apple expect to ultimately sell? 10, 20, 30 million a quarter? It's never going to be like the iPhone. No. And sometimes you can see that it can't be because they're still selling the Series 1. And they're still completely supporting the Series 1, you know, a couple of years later. And what that says is that they do not anticipate people to be replacing them. So the iPhone sells as many as it does because people replace them. They're not getting new iPhone buyers every time. They're getting replacements. And maybe it's not every year. Maybe it's every two years. I mean, certainly two years was the traditional time back when everyone was on contract. Even still, you know, they break, they they get hurt in various different ways, and people replace them. So I do think that the smartphone sales velocity is never going to be equaled by anything else um, because nothing else is quite so consumable in some way. With a watch, I guess you do kind of expect to keep that for a number of years. It's not like a <laughs> smartphone. Well, and, I mean, you, you look at the ads from the, the luxury watchmakers, you know, and they talk about how you're going to be passing this watch down to the next generation. I mean, they, you know, sort of from in the watch world, people expect to have watches forever. So the idea that you would replace your Apple Watch every year or two is not where the watch world is, uh, you know, in terms of in terms of that industry. So Apple, you know, 
whether or not they can convince people that they will replace them every five years, maybe, that could happen, but it's not going to happen because it's somehow a known thing to do in watches. So it's a new kind of vibe, new kind of industry. And I guess if Apple remains number one or way at the top and keeps adding improvements, it's going to make sense for people. I see more and more Apple watches in the wild. I really do. People I would never expect to see with an Apple watch. That's the Apple watch. Moving on, Apple TV. Quickly, we talked about this a little bit with Kirk McElhern, but it's best to talk with an American guest (laughs) because he lives in the UK and sometimes things are different. Now, I had thought Apple might try to cut the price, but instead the 32 gigabyte version is $30 more. The 64 is the same price as last year. However, they're going to be offering 4K movies for the same price as HD. They'll automatically, as you download them and as they're available, upgrade your existing HD movie library and TV shows, whatever, to 4K as they're made available. So what you save there, I guess, pays for the unit over time. Because when you look at Amazon for physical media, 4K tends to be $5 more or higher. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is a world that I personally have never quite understood because to me, the concept of buying a movie is just foreign. That, you know, I don't, there are a very small handful of movies that I would ever want to watch again so much that I would purchase it. And I wouldn't actually likely, as it turns out, want to watch it again soon enough that it would be in the same form factor. So I actually have some VHS tapes of movies I like. Gee, not going to be watching those again. <laughs> so uh, I'm in some sense the wrong person to, to to comment on this, but I do think also the cost of the box is, uh, of the Apple TV box itself is only one part of the equation, right? And the other two parts are the content, which Apple seems to be doing a good job with in terms of keeping the price the same and upgrading people, and the TV. You know, the fact is, you've got to have a brand new TV that supports 4K HDR to be able to do this. And if you've got a a fancier system that has a receiver and all that, you might need to be upgrading that as well. I was just chatting with a friend who's like, who, you know, he's like, yeah, I love my Apple TV, but I'm not going to spend $1,000 on a new TV and receiver so that I could do 4K. So to me, the big expense really has has little to do with the Apple TV or the content. It's all about buying the TV again. You know, unless you buy your TV every two years, which again that seems even stranger to me. I mean, you know, TVs are the sort of thing to my mind that you buy every ten years, maybe fifteen years. Sometimes, you know, they're not a consumable at all. So you really got to want that 4K HDR. Video movie experience to be willing to pony up the money for that. Now, it is very possible here we will be testing a brand new 4K TV from one of the major manufacturers. We'll let you know when we have it. Of course, we'll have to get an Apple TV in here. But some of them are including smart TV features where you won't need Apple TV to get, say, Netflix or Amazon Prime Video in 4K. It's only going to be if you want to rent or buy content from iTunes. Yeah. And in fact, I would I would guess that nearly all 4K HDR TVs will have smart TV capabilities. 
I don't think you'll basically be incapable of buying something that has that level of technical sophistication, but they're not going to put in some kind of smart TV thing as well. So you're right. It's the, the iTunes ecosystem is the only thing that's not in there. But at the same time, the Apple TV interface, much as it may not be perfect, is still, from what I gather, the best one out there for video streaming box interfaces. But if you're just watching Netflix, you'll put up with whatever you have. It's not yep. bad in Roku. Yeah. And, you know, we have a Panasonic TV and, you know, it's five years old at this point or six years old or something. So I still consider it a new TV. Um, but, I mean, it's not a C, it's not my, it's not a 20-inch Sony CRT or something. I mean, that would be an old TV, you know, but it has a, a Netflix app and it worked just fine. Yeah, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best interface. It was a little bit funky to get to use, all that, but it worked. And the same with Amazon Prime. And um, But, you know, the Apple TV is just better. If so, we just use the Apple TV and, you know, when push came to shove, in fact, we didn't watch Amazon Prime as much because getting the TV to work properly was just enough fussier that it wasn't quite worth it when there was plenty of stuff to watch on Netflix. So I'm actually looking forward to the Amazon Prime video app coming out um, for Apple TV. What do you think here of the tendency here of some new TVs not to have a tuner anymore? You know, there's so many people who just aren't going to do traditional TV. So it, it doesn't surprise me that some have said, you know, we can cut some costs right here. And, you know, so many of our customers aren't going to care. Yeah, what well, is that? If you need to buy a tuner, they're like 30 to $50 for a digital tuner. It's not like a big deal. It yeah. just seems, well, I guess they assume that 95% of their customers or 98% of their customers don't need it so they can sell the set less. And there's obviously the goal of making them cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I don't know. We'll see what yeah. happens. What's Apple going to do with its TV initiative? They're going to spend a billion dollars on content. <laughs> of course, Netflix is spending six and seven. So what do you think? Uh, you know, I just hope Apple spends it on something that's better than what they've done so far. I mean, both Carpool Karaoke and Planet of the Apps are just such lame television, you know, that I, I don't, I guess I don't have a feel for what kind of TV Apple wants to have its name on. And I am a little surprised that Carpool Karaoke and Planet of the Apps are what it wants to have its name on now because they seem like shoddy TV, honestly. We've you got know, more to come about Apple's TV initiative with Adam Inks and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. 
And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, so I can't even begin to think about the lame titles Apple has. But they also hired two executives from... Sony. And then add more executives. These are people who have serious credentials in bringing TV shows to the screen. They appear to know what they're doing. So does that mean that Apple now realizes it has to do this seriously and not with silly, nonsensical content? (laughs) We can hope. That's definitely not my world, so I don't have a feel for how important these people really are or how important their jobs really are. Is that the missing link? You know, that you know, you can't just throw a billion dollars at something and, and, and end up with great TV, I guess. But are these the people who are gonna make it happen? Hopefully. We'll see. I mean the one thing I will say is a little frustrating, um, just speaking as a consumer here, is that we're seeing a real fragmentation of what was already a fragmented mainstream media world. And the more that Netflix and HBO and Amazon Prime and Apple and Showtime and everyone does their own content, the less common that content becomes for society. So, you know, there used to be a time when everyone watched MASH. You know, that was something that you could guarantee that people would understand. There'd be references, things like that. Now, it's almost impossible to have, you know, to know what any person you're talking to, what they could have possibly even seen. Not necessarily, you know, not that, oh, it's Thursday. That means that we can talk about the show that was on last night. Now there are 42 shows to talk about. And 42 shows to talk about on different subscription-only networks that you would have that you have would have to subscribe to separately. You see, this so, is where cord cutting can become a nightmare 
So originally people said, oh, cord cutting, I'll put up a digital antenna and get the local stations. They even sell DVRs for off air. I'll go to Netflix and maybe I'll add Hulu. And then suddenly everybody says we're going to have our own service. So we have HBO now. And then we have CBS All Access. And wait a minute, you want to see the new Star Trek Discovery TV show? Well, on the 24th of this month, it'll be broadcast on CBS stations. From then on, you have to pay $5.99 a month for CBS All Access. And what else is on there? Except for maybe off-air stuff, The Good Fight, which is the sequel or the spinoff from The Good Wife. I don't know of anything else. Then you want Netflix to see the Marvel stuff, but maybe the Marvel stuff like the Defenders and Daredevil, that might be going to Disney because Disney's going to remove its content in a couple of years and start their own streaming service. And then you have yep. Hulu. Now, if you're a member of Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Prime Video. And everybody and his mother has, and father, to be fair and politically correct, is going to have a streaming service. So you save the money from the cable guy. And the satellite guy. And then you ordered 10 different services, and now you're paying the same amount, but there's no other way to get those shows. I want House of Cards. I want the shows that are on Netflix. I have to have Netflix. I want the shows on the other networks, or Man in the High Castle, is it, on Amazon? I got to have Amazon. And now I want Star Trek. I have to have CBS All Access. And I want Game of Thrones. It's on HBO is HBO is Game of Thrones? Yes, I've lost track. I want Showtime for Ray Donovan. My brain's about to explode with all these services. I'm getting so mad, I'm about to break all my equipment and throw it into the wall because it's too expensive. I want it to yep. save money, and they don't want me to save money. Well, and that just it is, is yeah, of course, they don't want you to save money. And and I think the, the only solution, so to speak, is, in essence, that you just don't, you don't do it by show, right? You say, I'm going to watch, I'm going to pay for Netflix. I'll only watch Netflix. If it's, if shows on Amazon um, and I'm not, I don't have Amazon Prime, too bad. Sort of like back in the old day when you didn't get CBS on your antenna because that station was just too far away. You go back to the old days. Or you can say, you know what, I'll compromise. I'll get most of what I like from basic cable or satellite, order one or two of these other services like Netflix, and maybe the other services have one or two shows, and that's it. Now, what is Apple going to do now if they bring out really good TV content? Will it become part of Apple Music, and then it'll be Apple Music and TV? How is that going to be presented? I assume that's what they have to do, not start another service because i thought that train had left the station yes yeah as it's all extremely uh, hard to imagine frankly because you're right that apple you know it sort of makes sense that it would be in an apple music subscription but then they've got all the other video stuff over on itunes and uh, it's just a mess sometimes you know that you have to figure out where what you want to watch is and do you have the appropriate subscription and do you wish to get a subscription but but you only want to watch this one thing and does that make it worth the subscription Ugh, i have no answers all i can say is is that if people are feeling um, overwhelmed and confused uh, they're not alone well, speaking of streamers, by the way, the people at Vizio sent me a note. They use Chromecast built into their TV set. So that's their option. Does Chromecast have 4K? I guess it does now, right? Mm, the most recent one, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's they're offering 4K sets, so Chromecast better have 4K. Yeah, one assumes. 
it's also uh, i mean and again you know we were talking about before oh, here is, it is, is yes there's a chromecast ultra 4k we were talking about it before is that you know I do wonder a little bit how much uh, 4K uh, depends on your eyes being really good. You know, if you if you don't have the best eyes in the world, are you gonna you know is are you gonna see the difference between 4K and HD? Maybe, maybe not. You know, I don't know. It also depends, by the way, on the size of the screen and the distance when you're watching it. So from a normal distance, 55 inches is a sweet spot. You'll probably see it. If you have a really large master bedroom or living room, you won't. If you have a 60 or 65 inch set, you will. And maybe the TV makers figure they'll sell you the 60 or 65 inch sets because you need that to watch the 4K stuff. I don't know. We have to see what Apple does with that. Let's move to a few other things that came out here. Now, we talked about this briefly with Kirk McElhern, the new Apple file system. And I've got to see the GM seed for High Sierra available to public beta testers and developers as of Thursday. Apple's file system, APFS, more secure, more robust, faster, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you have a Mac, an iMac especially with a Fusion drive, it's not yet supported. I guess it was supported in the early betas and it got wonky and they've got instructions how to restore your Fusion Drive. So it's not yet available. In fact, Apple says in a tech note to beta testers, not available in the initial release, which means it'll come later. So that's another consideration about the Apple file system. Not originally or initially automatically installed on normal hard drives, although you can convert them. Apparently, yeah, it's not clear. Yeah, yeah, it's just a convert uh, command in the Disk Utility app. It's not clear to me. I mean, Apple has said very specifically, SSDs, flash storage drives, um, will be converted to APFS when you upgrade to High Sierra. You can't opt out of that. Fusion drives and hard disk drives will not be converted. And what is not clear to me is if that means that there are some situations where Apple simply doesn't know how it's going to work or it's not working well, or if they're just trying to reduce their, in essence, their test matrix, right? You know, that there are probably the the fusion drive and, and the hard drives will provide, you know, have be more likely to have weird setups and that Apple hasn't seen yet. And they want to be taking those a little bit slower, so it's specific. You know, it is specific for. about fusion drives not supported. There's mm-hmm. no way to do it. There was a way to do it with the early beta release. Mm, but it caused okay. wonky problems. And there's a whole technical note for public beta testers how to restore your fusion drive. It's not like just reformatting. It is to use a handful of terminal commands to restore the core fusion storage mm, to recreate so the fusion drive which is the hard drive and the ssd you have to recreate it we've got more to come to try to figure this out with adam angst and gene steinberg on the tech night out live Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. 
But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Attention type 2 diabetics. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR or other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA has warned that Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR and other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes cause an increased role in amputations of the toes, feet, and legs. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR or other inhibitors, for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-475-7607. That's 800-475-7607. Again, 800-475-7607. Call now. This is an advertisement paid non-attorney spokesperson. www.injuryhelpdesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. 
If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. I'm going to leave that in terms of APFS. I'm sure that when Apple feels that it'll work with a Fusion Drive, because the implication is they're still working on it, they'll put it in, but not before. And even then, I suspect it'll be optional. Okay? And no matter what happens, have a backup. This is the example I made in previous segment, why you need to have a backup if you do public beta testing. Developers know this. But it's not a casual thing. Yes, like an iPhone, you could restore it. With a Mac, it may screw up your drive completely, like with Apple file system, and you got to start over. And you got to have the backup. You know, especially with APFS, the backup is it's a little bit more complicated potentially, as you say, with a fusion drive. Um, and just in general, you would have to completely reformat your drive before you're restoring your backup too. If you were trying, you know, even if you didn't have to have fusion drive, I won't say it's one way, but it's a, uh, it is definitely harder to go backwards and with once you're changing the file system. So at least at this point, leave well enough alone in terms of high Sierra for me, it mostly works. I'm seeing a strange thing in iMovie with the so-called hmm. GM seed where I upload iMovie files to YouTube for the PowerCast. And now the way we work it out is we have a long audio file over two hours, and then we have a single video file that's stretched over that entire length. I no longer see the preview of it hmm. in iMovie. Now, it still uploads perfectly well. It must be a minor cosmetic thingy that they're going to fix, just to be careful. And even then, remember, a Golden Master's Seed may not be the final version. So on the 14th, Apple releases the GM of High Sierra. It's going to be made available for download on the 25th. There's time for maybe another update or two between now and then. With iOS 11, probably not because it's going to be released on the 19th. Just a word to the wise. iPhone 10. Now, Kirk is upset about the notch. <laughs> the notch looks kind of silly to me. I can see where, you know, if you're holding it vertically, you, you stick your information in each corner about your cellular connection. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense to me. Why do we need a notch? We understand mechanically why you have to have it. But why have the screen extend to the edge at the top. Why couldn't it just stop below that particular area? There's no reason why it couldn't just stop below. And I presume that Apple took that as an option and looked at both of them and tested both of them and went with the, went with the notch. So it's a choice, right? You do one or you do the other. And I imagine that fitting into the corners, hitting those curves was something that they felt was aesthetically important. I'll know when I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be getting one, so I'll know in you know no, early November what uh, what I think of it for real. But my strong suspicion is is that it will simply fade into the background within a couple of days. It will just be the new normal, and you won't think twice about it. Except for the Apple critics. Well, because they have to come up with something to criticize. <laughs> you can come up with something to criticize no matter what. You know, ooh, the back is glass. It's going to break more readily. 
Yes, it will. If you drop it on asphalt, it's a little bit more likely to break. You know, there's that's that's true. On the other hand, you drop it on asphalt, you're taking your chances no matter what. So Apple is making very specific design decisions and I don't believe there is a right or wrong in this these cases. It is merely a choice that they have made. And you can agree or disagree, but you know, all that really you can do is not buy it if you think it's that big a deal. And so given the fact that all the people who are whining about it haven't actually used it, I don't give a lot of credence to their whining. Now there's an article in a fairly major online portal from what I call a usual offender. Let me tell you what he does. It's an article saying why I will not buy the iPhone X. Okay, so he says, well, I've had my iPhone 6 Plus for three years, and my Apple Care policy is about to expire. This guy is living in a dream world. The Apple Care policy is two years. So he's been living on borrowed time for a year. He doesn't know this. He's ignorant. He only writes for a major online portal. I used to work for the online portal, by the way. So, you know, I'm just saying that. First thing that he doesn't seem to know. The second thing is he doesn't want to be an early adopter and buy the first version of something. That makes a lot of sense. Except that the iPhone 6 is the first Apple smartphone, the 6 and the 6 Plus, with a larger screen. Therefore, it is version 1. So he owns a version 1. He's a year out of warranty and doesn't want to buy a new iPhone because it will be version 1. Do you feel dizzy yeah. yet? Uh, I mean, again, you know, he's gonna, it's clickbait, right? This is, this is a, bogus, a bogus article. If he doesn't want to buy it, he shouldn't buy it. That's his business. But it doesn't mean that it's necessarily applicable to anyone else. Now, it is true that the iPhone X has more new technology in it than normal. But again, as you say, as you point out, you know, all of these things have new technology at some point or another, and whether or not it uh, it works perfectly is 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 always a question. But if you th- actually go back and look, I don't think Apple has ever had a real problem with you know a new technology just not working. You know, there's something else here too. He's already keeping his iPhone six plus. I gave you, by the way, Adam, and it won't be publicized the name of the site on which it was posted. So it's in your message panel. Yeah. <laughs> you see, it's a major place owned by a major media company. Okay? Owned by a major media company. Now, let's continue with this story here. Now, the iPhone will not ship till the 3rd of November. Well, Within a few days of that, a few of the usual offenders will have their copy and they'll review them. You know, that... People like David Pogue and others will have one. They'll review it. They'll tell you what they think about all the stuff. They'll tell you if they encountered any glitches with it. And you'll know. So that's number one. You wait till then. You've held your iPhone 6 this long. It works fine. You wait. Don't make a decision. Okay. It seems to be okay. Now wait till it gets to the stores and try it out. Maybe it'll take a couple of weeks because it'll be in short supply. But unless your iPhone 6 explodes tomorrow, which it will not, you wait until the middle of November. You go to an Apple store or AT&T store. You play with it. And you say, you know what? I can dig this. Because you're a tech journalist. We're talking here of a major online portal. A tech journalist should investigate. You know, I'm not going to say I'm not going to buy something until I see it. 
Listen to people who comment, oh, I got this thing, the Face ID sucks. Or it's marvelous, it's wonderful, it's just so perfect, even with my crazy beard that I just shaved off. They did a TV movie of The Saint, the one that Roger Moore played years ago. And the guy who plays the role, I'll give you a sample of this beard thing, is Adam Rayner. Who's Adam Rayner? He's a British actor who played in The Tyrant, where it's somebody who's a pediatrician, goes back to his home country and becomes its leader like a tyrant. And he has this beard. So you see him at the beginning of The Saint with a beard, then he shaves the beard and then he grows it back again. And my feeling is he filmed The Saint while he was still doing the other show and he couldn't shave the beard. More to come with (laughs) Adam Inkston on the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest-priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And when your identity is hacked, it's a nightmare. Hi everyone, Paul with Liberty ID. Did you know that children are 52 times more likely to suffer from identity theft than adults? Is your family prepared? Identity monitoring will not fix the fallout. Liberty ID does. Here's an exciting offer for listeners to this station. Go to LibertyID.com and cover your entire family, your spouse, your children, and your parents for only $129 a year. That's right, $129 a year. Use promo code free trial and we'll give you the first 60 days free. That's LibertyID.com promo code free trial. Prepare your family for less than half what other companies charge for only monitoring libertyid.com promo code free trial libertyid.com the name in identity theft restoration what's the scariest thing about going to the dentist opening your mouth or opening your wallet because just a simple cleaning can cost a hundred dollars and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more if you don't have dental insurance to help you should give physicians mutual insurance company a call 1-800-496-1532 This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired or on Medicare. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-496-1532. That's 1-800-496-1532.
1-800-496-1532. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-610-7740. That's 800-610-7740. 800-610-7740. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So anyway, you know, I don't know where that got into the play here, but you know, it gets to be pretty wacky. But the question here is, would Adam Rayner, with and without his beard, be able to use Face ID? Certainly See, that's a test Apple right there. Yes. Apple so, says so that we- Adam Rayner, with and without his beard, can use it. By the way, watch the saint because that's a future possible James Bond, Adam Rayner. He's the right age. Without the beard, he has the look. And he has a sense of humor. And he has his action chops. So I think the the more general issue that that bugs me about this this article that you're talking about is sort of a uh, an issue in tech journalism of it's it's navel gazing it's narcissism. This person thinks that he's not going to buy the iPhone 10. Okay, fair enough. Lots of people aren't going to buy the iPhone 10, but the fact that he's not going to is irrelevant. If he was doing his job, he would be looking at the various factors that would help someone else decide if they were going to buy the iPhone 10. So that's what the role is. The role is not to pontificate about your personal issues. It's the, do you believe that this would be good for this sort of user or not? So, you know, we're talking about the Apple TV 4K. I don't want one. But I'm not saying anyone else shouldn't buy them. If you really love video content and you you can see the difference and you have the equipment or are willing to buy the equipment, go nuts. 4K is HDR is going to be beautiful. But on the other hand, if you don't wish to buy a new TV, you shouldn't buy the 4K Apple TV because it's not enough different. So you know, those are the kinds of things that a tech journalist should be helping their readers figure out. So the real title out. of the article should have been should you buy an iPhone 10? But then he's premature because you can't say because, that now yeah. because it's too early. You make that <laughs> decision down the pike. You say, okay, now it's shipping. We got the reviews in. Now we can say, do you think you should? And then we get the $1,000 barrier. 
which can be yeah, a can key even, thing here. You can even say you can even say it beforehand based on what are known specs. Obviously, until you've literally tried it, you can't say certain things about it. But as you say, a thousand dollars. If saving money on an iPhone is your is your big deal, you should probably get an iPhone SE, which you can still get for three fifty. From the budget standpoint, the iPhone ten not your option. And but, by the you know, way, AT and T is selling the iPhone SE on one of their special lease purchase plans, $11.50 a month. Okay? (laughs) Be realistic also about this. They talk about the pricing. A 64-gigabyte Samsung Galaxy Note 8 is about $950 if you don't take advantage of one of those two-for-one sales. So for about $49 more, you get an iPhone 10. That's the difference in price for the same storage capacity, 64 gigabytes. $49. For a monthly payment, it's like $2 a month. I mean, that's the difference between the Galaxy Note 8 and the iPhone 10. So if you think that a top-of-the-line Samsung is worth your money, certainly a top-of-the-line iPhone is too. Yeah. These things cost that kind of money because they are amazingly you know, engineered and manufactured. I mean, the amount of the amount of effort and cost that goes into them is high. So will they get cheaper? Yes. As you can see, I mean, it's very interesting to see Apple managing its the range of its line by keeping older iPhones available, you know, going all the way back. So we've got the, the 10, we've got the 8 and the 8 Plus, we've got the 7 and the 7 Plus, we've got the 6S and the 6 Plus and the SE. So that's a really pretty wide range of capabilities and price points. And and interestingly, it's done via time rather than having, you know, a whole product line that's constantly updated to have a low-end model. You know, it's the it's the, the new low-end model as opposed to just keeping last year's high-end model as the low-end model. So I think that's a, an, an, a, a much – it's a much different way of doing things than we've seen in the technology industry. And it's an acknowledgment that in many ways the technology the, – the, the hardware, much as we can do cool new stuff, it isn't necessary. iOS 11 is going to run on every one of those devices just fine. And by the way, the iPhone 6S is 449 Okay, four forty nine, eighteen seventy one a month, and that's a perfectly respectable product. So Apple's got this huge product line, and all this stuff is current with the current operating systems. It'll give you good performance. You've got one, two, three, four. You have five different lines of iPhones. I mean, they're doing everything they can to make it possible to you for you to afford one. This is the yes. widest iPhone range ever. And frankly speaking, the difference between a 6S and a 7, for most people, is probably very minor. I, all right, so the 7 is water-resistant and the home button is has a fake or a taptic engine. It doesn't really have a mechanical button. Yeah. But what's the difference? A difference in performance will be somewhat noticeable. But I think a 6S... Is perfectly as good as a seven. For most people, a 6S and a seven aren't that distinguishable. So I don't know. I think Apple is making a pretty good argument here. I also think they're going to sell a heck of a lot of stuff <laughs> the holiday season. They're going to sell tons of iPhones because whatever we think about the notch and the edge to edge and the higher price, people are going to look at it practically. Well, it's a few dollars more. 
per month because that's how they buy it. Or if I put it on my credit card, all right, well, what's the difference between $100 more? I'll pay it off next year. Whatever it is, I think a lot of people are going to be buying those things. It's going to be back ordered for months. It could be like AirPods. I think they're just still kind of almost catching up with orders from AirPods. Yeah, they haven't yet. No. I mean, I, and the AirPods have been out, what, a year? I literally I ordered some AirPods in August um, and got them six weeks later. So, yeah, they're still not caught up on the AirPods. And the iPhone 10, the real question is the OLED screen. So that's going to be that that's the big technology unknown in terms of can they get quantity can you know are there manufacturing issues et cetera et cetera and we'll see you know again you know they've made some number of them already and they are waiting in factories to ship and uh, and you know we'll see just how back ordered they get after that first rush i have a feeling it's going to be real back order and the yep. reason i say that is because we've had this demand for the the iPhone 10, even when it was the iPhone 8, for so long that people <laughs> would be rushing to buy it. So I think that's the big deal there. It's had over a year's free publicity. Yeah, I I do wonder a little bit how men, how much the average buyer pays attention to the tech rumor world. So, you know, we'll see. But, you know, I mean, Apple has such a huge reach now that they have to be ready for anything like this, you know, that, you know, that is imaginable. Um, But at the same time, you know, Tim Cook, you know, made his uh, made his name on doing, you know, really careful operations and not, you know, not building too many of any one things and not too quickly or too late or, you know, all this just in time manufacturing. So, you know, we will see. But I, you know, they're not going to be I don't think Apple will be surprised. They might be wrong about how you know they may how many they thought they were going to sell or how many they can make or it's possible they would like to make more and simply their manufacturing partners can't do it you know that there there are you know limitations in the world the world just doesn't necessarily spin up to to meet your demands we have limitations with time we hit up against the clock and the computer and therefore we have to go until the next segment with Adam Inks and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. 
first game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. North Korea openly threatens the U.S. and launches a new missile every other week. Their warhead of choice? Electromagnetic pulse. Such an event would cripple the U.S. power grid for years and leave millions in the dark. Are you ready? You can be with a Solark EMP-hardened solar generator. Solark works day in and day out to keep your essentials protected. You can have peace of mind knowing your power will be there when you most need it. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to see EMP testing. That's PortableSolarLLC.com. Energy insurance for your family. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. With nearly 70 years of history engineering bunkers, today, Atlas Survival Shelters is still the authority. Atlas offers 18 different choices, from commercial tornado shelters to underground nuclear fallout shelters. Starting at just $99.99, with 100% financing available, comfortable interiors, and state-of-the-art air filtration systems, Atlas Survival Shelters are the most popular private survival shelters in the world. Call 1-855-4-BUNKER-NOW or visit atlassurvivalshelters.com. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next.
So coming back again to the iPhone 10 and potential demand and all that good stuff, I think there's going to be some very interesting news coming up during the quarterly financials with regard to the December quarter at Apple. Now, when we look at this, just bear in mind here that even though Samsung sells more physical units than Apple, Apple sells far more units than Galaxy smartphones. Remember that. You know, where they'll sell 10 million, (laughs) Apple will sell 40 or 50 million of something. And that's a really huge difference there that we don't consider. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I always find amusing is the level to which, you know, all these companies are sort of in bed together, right? So, you know, Samsung is making parts for iPhones, too. Everyone knows what everyone else is doing. There's no huge differences in in a lot of a lot of these kinds of products in many ways, and they have different markets. I mean, that's why Apple has you know always been focused on the entire ecosystem, iOS and the iOS hardware, and then connecting into Mac OS and all the iCloud stuff, because that's what differentiates it more than anything else at this point. Do you think it's going to be another Apple event this year? Um, hard to say. The I don't offhand think so, but the things that are hanging um, a little bit of the iMac Pro, and if they wanted to say something more about the Mac Pro for next year, I would be a little surprised if we'd see any other Mac announcements. But the iMac Pro is the one thing that I don't kind of have a have in my head as to where on the calendar. We can expect it. Oh, and then there's also the HomePod. So, yeah, so I, I think we actually could see another Apple event because the HomePod and the iMac Pro, although completely different, one or the other of them might be significant enough to warrant an in-person event as opposed to just trying to uh, kind of slip it out online. Do you think in terms of the Mac Pro, Apple is going to possibly do a special event for it? And if so, will it be this year during the rollout of the iMac Pro? They might mention it if they roll out the iMac Pro, but I, it's definitely not going to be this year. They were very clear about how we will not see a Mac Pro in 2017. So I don't think we would see much more than an update if they were rolling out the iMac Pro if they knew that the iMac Pro was not going to answer the needs of some particular major audience, they might have a segment saying, yes, we know that it does not have X, Y, and Z. And for that, you'll be wanting to wait for the Mac, you know, the Mac Pro. Here's a sneak peek on what we're doing. That's going to be coming sometime in later 2018. Yeah, maybe a quick demonstration and we get to see what's going on. Now, Apple is going to be offering 18 core Xeon processors with the iMac Pro. There is a 28-core <laughs> Xeon. All right, 28 cores. Listen to this, folks. 28-core Xeon. The retail price of that is $10,000 just for the chip. Retail, obviously, Apple pays less, but they'll charge you $10,000. There's also a special version that works with an expanded memory controller system, which allows you to install not just gigabytes, but terabytes of ECC memory. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And that costs $13,000. Now, think about this. I was thinking a fully equipped iMac Pro would be $13,000 to $15,000, like a comeback car. A Mac Pro would be over $20,000. So $13,000 for the chip. What, a terabyte of ECC memory? That's thousands of dollars. The graphics cards, $20,000, $25,000 Mac Pro? (laughs) Almost unimaginable. But I can say that there are... 
people and industries who will jump at such a thing because they can use that to make all that money back and more very quickly. Well, of course, you see, that's not something they're going to sell tons of them. They'll sell tens of thousands because there are large companies, scientists, educational institutions that want to really have the maximum computing horsepower. There are movie studios that would love to have a bank of 28 core Mac Pros cranking out all those special effects for $200 million movies. Because you have to redo the special effects and you want to render them. Imagine having all that hardware going to work on it. So when we uh, at MacTech conference a couple of years ago, the keynote speaker was I forget his exact title, but he was kind of you know one of the, like the CTO of Disney Animation or something like that. And he was talking about the data centers and and computing power that Disney could bring to bear on animated movies. I think the big one that year was Big Hero Six. If I'm remembering my numbers correctly, he said that they could spin up fifty thousand cores to be able to do the rendering for that. And it still took, I don't know, a hundred days to, 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 you know, for, to render the entire thing or, you know, to do what they needed to do. I mean, it was one of those situations where they had multiple data centers plus uh, using employee computers uh, during off hours, you know, kind of like one of those SETI at home kind of projects where they could, they could slave the CPUs in. So the level to which they do this stuff is just insane and you know i suspect that the big boys are still are actually still well beyond whatever apple might be thinking it's more that the mac pro makes a small house able to do things that were previously unimaginable now the other thing to bear in mind here is everyone says well apple sells their products for too much money and i just pointed out where the galaxy note 8 and the iphone 10 are close in price apple said when they mentioned the iMac Pro being close to 5000 that if you were to buy a PC with similar components, it'd be in the same price range or possibly more. The same is going to be true for the Mac Pro. Sure. If it's a $20,000 computer, you want to buy a Dell, it's going to be a $20,000 computer. In fact, this is another thing I discovered. They say, well, you want to buy memory from Apple, it's expensive. Buy a version of your new MacBook Pro with more storage, it's expensive. And you go to Dell's site or HP site, and equip their notebooks with similar expansion, the prices are within $30 of each other. (laughs) I mean, it's like all these companies are aware of what they charge, what the market will bear, what they pay for it, and Apple is within that range. The big criticism about Apple, and I made it last week with Larry O'Connor of Otherworld Computing, is Apple needs to be more generous about allowing people to upgrade their computers, not just changing memory or going through the adhesive and all that nonsense on the iMac to change a drive. I mean, find a way. They're smart enough. They got face ID to work, right? <laughs> 3D facial recognition. You got a supercomputer in your pocket with an iPhone 10. Hey, find a way to upgrade and keep the thing slim and trim for your Macs. Adam Inks, where do we find more of the stuff that you do? And now you can tell us something special. 
<laughs> well, everyone can go to tidbits.com to see the coverage of all the stuff we've been talking about, it, along with the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, which are pretty cool in their own right. They're they're not as uh, revolutionary as the iPhone 10, but they're they're cool. And then the other thing for those of you out there who are Apple professionals, if you're consultants or you're resellers, or you work in any kind of field where you need to be publishing information about Apple and Apple products as well, uh, we have the Tidbits content network service, which provides you that content that you can publish under your own name. It's pre-written for you, completely professionally written, illustrated, and edited. And if you go to TCN, Tidbits Content Network, .tidbits.com, you can get to uh, the stuff we've got for Apple Pros right there. You can find us on Twitter if you look for Tech Night Owl. We'd also like to talk about our other radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. And this week we'll feature Joshua Black, and he'll be talking about something called Grief Dreams, where you dream about a deceased loved one. We've all had it happen to us. A lot of us have. I cite a few personal cases. Grief Dreams on the Paracast this week. Go to Paracast.com. What's the best way to support this old guy? Well, you can help by joining... Tech Night Out Plus. We give you the commercial-free version of this show, better quality audio for a low subscription rate, starting at just $1.49 a week. Our price, cheap, like they used to say with that magazine. Go to plus.technightout.com. That's P-L-U-S dot And we'll give you all the information that you need. Animix, thanks for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Talk to you again soon, Gene. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.